right. Ooh. Hey, Catalyst Crew. Welcome to Catalyst Corner, episode 26. It's Wednesday, so we've got Partially Proficient on with us, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, let's get into it. Oh, yeah. How you doing, Paul? I'm doing very well. Good, good. What do we got today? A little bit of the Gunner's Daughter Milk Stout. Give that a sip for me right quick. I think that's the best we've had. That's quite, yeah, that's very good. Delicious. What a, deep, another, what a deep flavor. Another sip right fast. Mm. Yeah, I enjoy that. Very good. Yeah, getting into the darker ales as winter approaches. Yeah, yeah, it's a seasonal thing. Yeah. You know, it feels appropriate. Yeah. So how you doing? You know. I do. I've been, uh, <laughs> I took a little vacation, less for me than uh, the family, but. How was that? You know. Good. Got out of the house, I suppose. Yeah. Didn't go to work for a few days. There's, Always nice. There's a few benefits to it. Give you a chance to reset. You almost get tired of it by the end. In, in a way, Yeah, I nothing think... to do. You, you start repeating things over and over. I'm glued to my phone a little too much. You know what's been bothering me? What's that? So I've been I've been on my phone. I'm looking at the news and like not real news, but dumb internet news recently. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Elon Musk. Oh he my god, he bothers boy. the shit out of me. Yeah, he's, your boy. No, he's a douche. Yeah. Um, oh, people treat him like a savior. People treat him like a savior. People treat him like this this you know Albert Einstein level. Oh, he's a genius. Oh, he's, he's the, the smartest savior. man. Yeah. He's in every like he's he's a normal guy just like us. No, no, he's and he's a troll that has lots and lots of money. His family is fucking insane. Yeah, he's a maniac. Oh, he is. You couldn't make him up. And so he's finally bought Twitter. Yeah, that that they forced his hand though. Right, right. So he somehow came up with the forty-six billion dollars, which I can't imagine is easy to do, even even for someone like right, him. Right, 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 right. Because, you know, he actually has to have the money. Right. So he bought it, fired the board, as you do. Yeah. And uh, everything he's proposed so far has been a fucking train wreck. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everyone's like, oh, are you actually serious with this? Like, what was it? The He wants to, like, charge people $20 a month to have the verification. Oh, yeah. He, he uh, downed it to being $8. Very but even generous. still ridiculous because he's like god oh well now there would be no peasants and lords it's you know what all of you can pay me equally i think what's interesting is in the social media hierarchy at least in my brain Mm -hmm. twitter is it has always been at the bottom yeah so your your solution to that is not to innovate twitter but just mm-hmm. to put, you know, capitalistic, archaic paywall paywalls up. Right. The man is not as smart as people make him out to no, be. No, nowhere near it. No. He didn't he didn't not to mention, he didn't start Tesla. He bought out the owner. He starts throwing out essentially that he's going to fire half of its workforce. And he's like, yeah, everyone's going to see me as, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a hero because I'm terminating hundreds of people from their jobs. Right. Like, who's going to see you as a hero? That, it's classic, like, villain origin. 
Like, you know, he doesn't see himself as the villain, but everyone around him does. Right, but there are those people, those fans of him who are like, Oh, yeah, I've been censored on Twitter for too long because I post misinformation and just bullshit constantly. Yeah. So now my savior of allowing me to just fucking lie on the internet is like, here. Yeah, that's what we need is more disinformation on the internet. Yeah, that's really what's going to fucking save yeah. us all. Twitter's going to become, you know, just a <laughs> more of a cesspool than it was already is. a pit. That's the thing is like he's coming in and he, like in his mind, he's the savior of Twitter. Right. And it's just like everything he's done so far has been a train wreck. Yeah. Everything he posts is like just piled on by people being like, wow, what a garbage idea. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Is it's it's. That thing where people see him as a success story. Yeah. So they think he can just do anything. Yeah. And it's it, just like... What, what, what's his family thing? What Was his dad owned some sort of mine? Like right? an emerald mine or something. I wanted Fucking to say like, like an emerald mine. Like very yeah. villainous, dude. A any one of us who had a small emerald mine in the family in Africa could also emulate that success. Yeah, what but, an inspiration. But take take the money out of the equation for a minute. Yeah. Right? I don't care how fucking smart you are or at least come off as being. Right. He has he doesn't know how fucking social media companies work. No. Right. It's almost like people that have spent years and years understanding He's this. He's run multiple companies into the ground. Right. And it's like it's it's just business what he does. It, it's not I just don't understand these people that just think like, oh well it's just business and it's like what? Yeah. There's a nuance to it. He's almost a Trump light. In a yeah, kind of. It, like, it's a different flavor. Yeah. But it's the same candy. Yeah, it's the same formula at the end of the day. Um, I don't know. It's a train wreck. And, dude, it, it, his family is fucking insane. Like, his father is banging his stepsister. Really? They have kids. Huh. Oh, it's fucking insane. That's. Yeah. All right, yeah. that makes sense uh, how he is the way he is. He's a marshmallow man, too. You've seen him. Yeah. He's made of fluff. Have you seen, like, the old pictures of him compared to recent, too? Oh, like, with his, like, cosmetic hair stuff. and everything, yeah. yeah. He's gotten yeah. done. Oh, my it's God. pretty funny. You know what's funny it's is he'd be Lex Luthor. He's Lex Luthor. Yeah. It's... He'd be bald and everything. Right, but it's the same vein as, like, the Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Dude, billionaires are such a weird class of people. Oh yeah, you just get all the cosmetic stuff done that you well, like all you your insecurities just, you can hidden. Just throw money at every problem, right? And so you know, you're just like, I don't want to feel insecure. I'm gonna ride my rocket ship to space. <laughs> <laughs> no one can make fun of me in space. No one can. <laughs> No one can be mean to me on Twitter if I own it. Yeah, I'm the king tweet, twit, or whatever the <laughs> fuck he said. But it's $8 a month now. I would, yeah, charge 8 bucks a month, dude. Watch the platform fail. Yeah. It would it, be really funny. It's crazy. It is such a bizarre thing to kind of just sit back and watch. And then he was at that Halloween. You see that thing? He had the fucking, like, like. Ten thousand dollar armor oh, yeah. or whatever. What he had some insane. Jerk. You know, it was like Vlad Dracul's armor. From, oh, is that yeah, yeah it was like me? fucking bizarre, oh, like red God, armor or whatever. And it's like, yeah, it's like a, it's like a decent <laughs> used car. 
just looking like the villain he's he is. He's going to wear it once and then that's it. Yeah, it's going to go and like probably right into the trash. Yeah, it's, he's not keeping that. No, of course not. No, he's just fucking going there to hang out yeah, with Heidi Klum, the worm. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that was a fucking trip too. She's, <laughs> yeah, dude. Know. It's it's kind of like. Have you ever seen like the Hunger Games? Yeah, it's like that, like the rich district where they all have the fucking wigs on and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're living in. Oh, it's insane. That's like the world dude, nowadays. Is this is a fucking hyper rich are getting weird? I watched. Um, I watched like inside edition on youtube i played like a clip yeah and they're just they just were going over like the heidi klum halloween you know her she does halloween every year mm-hmm. and i'm watching it and it made me immediately go oh what we need is nuclear war <laughs> so like two seconds of inside you see Heidi Klum's like Halloween bash with no, Elon. No, it's not even so much Heidi like, Klum. It's the way that they frame it. Okay, how like how did they frame it? That it's just like one that we should be excited about it. Oh yeah, right? this is big. Right, it's just like Heidi Klum dressed as a worm, and her eighteen-year-old daughter wasn't afraid to kiss her on the mouth. <laughs> and I'm just going like, I want nuclear winter. Bring, right, bring it, bring the death. I'm ready. Hey, everyone. I know we're in a massive economic crisis right now. Housing has gotten out of control. Wages are stagnant. Lots of union busting going around. But have you seen Heidi Klum's wacky worm costume? And her daughter's dressed as Catwoman, and she kissed a worm. And so your thought was, okay, the world needs to be bathed in nuclear fire. Yeah, I'm like, it just needs to stop. It just needs to be a hard reset, yeah. you know. And guess who else showed up to her party? The richest man in the world, Elon Musk, with Ooh. his $10,000 flag costume. And I'm like, yes, nuclear holocaust, I'm ready. Just looking like a fucking asshole. Yeah, like, I'm just like, you're, you don't look like a warrior. You look like a pudgy fucking marshmallow man dressed up like a goddamn... Right, he looks like he dressed up for a game of D&D. Yeah. <laughs> He's a LARPer. It's like, oh yeah, you got better gear than everybody else, but you still look like a fucking LARPer. <laughs> what an asshole. Yeah, he's just like looking around. He's like, oh, Elon Musk. Oh, 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 can I come in you? Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> he probably does come in whatever he wants. You know who else comes? One more for you. You know who comes in whoever they want? Who's that? Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon's coming in, people? Bro, he has ten children. He yeah. just had his tenth, his ninth, and tenth kid at the same time. Mm. He's just running around. People, there's speculation that allegedly he has a breeder fetish, which I didn't even know was a thing. Yeah, you can just breed. You can just fetishize the act of breeding. I feel like that's an anti-fetish. How? Because at a base animal level, the act of intercourse is to you know create a child so it's almost like stripping all the fetishization away from it and just being like yeah i'm just doing it to make kids yeah but there's like a weird he's like i'm gonna make so many fucking kids i want to get you pregnant like that i don't know dude i don't know that sounds overtly sexual to me Like are there recordings? Is that what he oh, does? No, no. It's this is all hearsay. It's allegedly. Or is he just securing his legacy? Uh, yeah, I mean ten. 
It's gonna be like he's got he's many. breeding an army. Yeah, build me an army worthy of Nick Cannon. I <laughs> <laughs> think he's showing his little fucking assistant out. But my Gosh, lord, nah. <laughs> there is no such force. <laughs> Yeah, they all look out. Yeah, the assistant comes the like a hunchback. Yeah. yeah, I see. Easily, yeah, gaze upon the, the you know beautiful destruction. Oh <laughs> god damn it! I don't. I don't know whether I should support Nick Cannon or not. I don't know much about the man. I no, me neither. I just know he's breeding like a motherfucker. He's just popping kids out. You yeah, know? he's just getting them out well, there. He's in the not world. popping them out, but he's popping them in. Yeah, you look. You know, he's popping them in by proxy. Ten kids is a lot. That's so. That's so many. I don't think I could have ten friends. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a different statement, but yeah. No, I mean, like, I I don't think I could give ten people, you know, uh, my attention. Adequate social interaction yeah. to maintain the relationship. Never yeah. mind children. No, no, I have one, and that's so much work. Though yeah, but he's I, not. He's not it, working. No, I know. But is it one way. of those things where it's like, you know, after the fifth one? <laughs> yeah, you just start to really have it down. <laughs> At that point, it's just they're just numbers. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe, oh, dude. Christ. Oh, so, so here's something I wanted to talk about for a minute. You hear about? Uh, I know you've heard about this. The change in casting on The Witcher. It. So, Jim F0123 Art and I on the last episode talked about how one of the writers of the original season, season one, mm-hmm. left. Really? And he's now writing the, the reboot of X Men 97. So, they're okay. bringing back the cartoon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. And he's, he's the showrunner now. Cool. And he said that he was going to, like, part of the requirements to work on the show is that you have to love X-Men 97. Mm-hmm. Because he's worked on a show where the requirement was you have to hate the source material. And the interview pu- interviewer pushed him. And he was like, yeah, The Witcher. Wow. So she, Lauren Hirsch, was hiring writers that hated the video games and the books. Interesting. So last week we were talking about this, and we film on Thursdays, so it was before the news broke. Gotcha. And I said on the episode, Netflix, you should really look at who's running your show and maybe take a step back. Right, and then right, right. two days later, Cavill announces that he's leaving. Classy. Classy way to do it. Right, sure. And it's like the only reason he's leaving is because he... He probably was unhappy with how season three was filmed. Yep. And the direction that they were going for season four. Right. And so he Because he's a huge fan of the source material. Right. Everything that's good about the show, All he right. had to fight to keep it in. Now, this is very affirming for me. Okay. So I've got a hot take here. And, uh, you know, it, it might bear some explanation, but I'm happy that that... <laughs> no, I'm not happy that it went that way day. with Witcher. It ruined my day. But I think that, and this is the hot take here, I think that some gatekeeping is a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> now, okay. Here's, uh, hear me yeah, out. Yeah, why don't you hear flesh me. that out a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I know, because I'm going to flounder here. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> no. So, honestly, I think a lot of times when you take uh, properties, niche properties, The Witcher, a lot of, a lot of fantasy stuff nowadays is getting this treatment. Rings. Lord of the Rings, yeah, to, a, to probably a lesser extent, but still. And you try to open things up and make it appeal to the most broad audience and say, oh, well, now it's accessible to everyone. Things lose their individual flavor. They no longer appeal to the audiences who originally elevated them and really loved them. And I don't think that what they gain back is the general appeal that makes up for it. So I think... I think the trouble with it is this, is right. that, is that, and I say this on the episodes with Jim all the time, I'm very much, I think diversity is incredibly important. Sure. And I think it works very well in Dune. Did you see Dune? Yes, I love Dune. Perfect way to do diversity. It had a completely diverse cast, right? Right. And it was a not, but it wasn't an issue. Nobody was making right. a big deal out of it. It was just, this is the world we live in. Right. When it becomes an issue is when you have well this is ours now and if you don't right. like it tough shit well we're not making this for you right. it happened with She-Hulk She-Hulk tanked mm -hmm. it happened with Lord of the Rings right. they fired the showrunners because they didn't care about the source material that was the whole thing is that they had that uh, actor who played Disa running around on interviews talking about how Right. This is ours now, and it's like, well, it's 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 everybody's. Right. And it happened on The Witcher because if you stop and and break The Witcher down, mm -hmm. the good scenes, the best scenes in the show, are Cavill and Siri, or right. Cavill hunting monsters, or Cavill and, and Dandelion. And even talking about the inclusion and diversity, which is important. You look at the early season of Witcher. I mean, it maybe it's not on a grand scale, but you had characters like Triss, and no one had really any complaints about that. Her hair, and they fixed it in season two. Right. She's and fine. And she plays Triss phenomenally. Right. And I even think Yennefer is not book accurate, but right. she plays the she plays the role. Right. Perfectly fine. And and the, the issue that, that so it comes it be, down to right. is basically Cavill said, I want to be a producer on the show. Mm -hmm. And they said no. Interesting. So he bailed, right? And so this is the disconnect that I don't understand. If I'm Netflix, right, I don't care who you are at Netflix. Yeah. There's no way that your head is that far up your ass. People are watching the show. Right. I'm watching it because it's Witcher. Mm -hmm. But I'm the minority. People right. are watching it because it's Henry Cavill. Right. He's a big name. He's Superman. He's but it's not just that. He's excited to play the role. So he every interview he's on talking oh, about. Oh yeah, it, he's huge. He's super into right, it. right, right. And so now we're getting Liam Helmsworth. That's your that's your fucking answer. Yeah, that's the replacement. The only way they could have salvaged it is if they went with an older actor mm -hmm. and just did a time jump. Right, and said, "Oh, now he's older." Right, right. but that's they, they but can't. they they can't because they don't 
they don't respect the source. This is what I'm talking about, respecting right. and, the source material. Again, to go back to what I was saying is that I think gatekeeping on, you know, people's individual interests and everything. Now, I'm not saying chase everyone away. Oh, you have you didn't read the first book when it was published. Get out. You're not a real fan. No, I'm no, not but talking if about you, that. If you show up to but, the interview and you're like, no, I hate I hate The Witcher and I hate the games. Like, right. I want to make it. I want to make it something I would watch. It's like right, right. What, what? I I like keeping the integrity of materials intact. You know, where they're still true to the original spirit or themes of, you know, the source material, whether right. it's movies, shows, books, whatever the medium may I be. I think it's always been an issue with Hollywood, right? There's right. always been this kind of underlying issue of Hollywood making these weird changes but it's always been relatively light like maybe they change a character design mm -hmm. or they do a gender or a race swap like generally not a huge deal but what's happening is you're you're crossing this line where it's like well even though you know the mages aren't the best part of the witcher we're really going to focus on that right and it's right. like but that shit's fucking boring because nobody wants to watch a political drama we right. want to watch Henry Cavill kill monsters. Right. We want to see him take the, the different serums and yeah. The best out part of the Witcher castles. games yeah. is fighting the monsters. Yeah, but that's not what that one particular person who was never a fan of it. Right. Wants. And, and the and, problem and is, it keeps it. happening. It happened with the Lord of the Rings show. Right. They had him on. Colbert was was asking them questions before it came out. And Colbert's a lunatic with Lord Right, Williams. he's huge on it. And he's lobbing them softball questions that they can't... He's not, like, going into the lore. He's right. just lobbing them softballs, and they can't answer them. And it's yeah. just like, it doesn't work. The whole reason that the Peter Jackson stuff worked is because everybody was a fan of the work. Right, they all read it beforehand. They were and like, they, oh, this is great. Right, and they all respected the source material instead of... And you saw it with uh, Velma, right? The Velma commercial, like oh my god, she came, let's not she even came go out, back at it. The commercial was just, you know, oh, why change anything? And it's like you're not, you're missing the point. Right. I don't, I don't care if Velma, if you've taken yourself and inserted yourself into the role of Velma, right? But make it a, it, you know, make sure it's still Scooby Doo, right? That's the point of it. I, I think most people would have been totally fine with it, with all of the race swaps that happen to the characters i don't think anyone really cares about that i think most people well, care about you know, anyone that's not a piece of shit sure sure you're right there is going to be the loud minority of people who are going to be mad because well shaggy's not black but most people don't none care. of that mattered right as long as he's shaggy exactly the m vast majority of people care that you didn't call him Shaggy. You called him what's his actual name, Norval or, or, or whatever. Right. It's just it's those and are the type of changes. There that, is no Scooby, and that you're clearly going out of your way to be contrarian to people who love the original shows or grew up on it. But what what they seem to miss is that it it, it this is not a new phenomenon. Anytime they make changes, like did you see the Killing Joke, the animated movie? No, I didn't see the animated so, one. So it's very, very true to the source material, except for the first 40 minutes where Batman fucks Batgirl. Yeah. What? Well, he had, he had to. 
Right, but everyone says the same thing. The oh, the first half an hour is really dumb, but the second half an hour is really good. People, because people aren't interested in the old Betusi. No, no. Oh, okay. So it's just you know, uh, you and know. listen, they came out. They said Batman doesn't eat ass. No, and no. So you remember that? Oh yeah, I do remember that. He wouldn't. No, no. Bruce Wayne does. Bruce Wayne absolutely does, yeah, but not Batman. He can't. He's too focused on fighting crime. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Look, an image. It's thing. just. It's just really frustrating to me, and it it's ruining these properties that I really care about. Sure. And you know, again, to go I don't, back I, to what I, I think you cancel The Witcher. I don't think like if he, oh yeah, if he's no, I really, think it's dead in the water. Yeah, yeah. You'll get point. a fourth season. There is listen, not not even shitting on Liam Helmsworth, right? Even though I don't think he's a good actor, but sure, the lesser of the Helmsworth. Sure, right. The only reason you're here is because you're we like your brother, right? But even t taking that aside, I don't think there is anything that he could bring to that role that Henry no. Cavill left on the table. No, he's he's always going to kind of live in that shadow, and it's just like you can't do it. No, I, I agree. And, you know, again, yeah, I'll, I'll wrap up with uh, my whole thing. It's like, to brand to a different medium, if you were to take a game, like, say, a Dark Souls series, since something we're both very intimately familiar with, we have a deep love for it. I do. And you were to... It's like a masochistic love. Make the game significantly easier. Like, add an easy mode. Right. If you were to add difficulties, that if you were it. to... It takes something away from it. Right. It would be a move to mass appeal that would ruin the actual core of what makes something great. Right, because honestly, like, the biggest draw about Dark Souls is winning. Right. Because you don't, no one wins at first. Sometimes what makes something great is also what makes it niche. Right. And when you try to make the move towards general appeal, you destroy the core of it. Sure, but I think you can, I think what... If they would follow so the template, thesis statement. If they would follow it correctly, yeah, uh, you would get mass appeal. Sure. Like if Witcher was truer to the source material, you would have people like me excited about it, right? Right. And then I'm going to talk to my circle and get them excited about it because I'm excited about sure. it. Sure. If Game of Thrones proved anything, it's that. The general public can get excited for people with swords fighting monsters. Right. We like people House like that. House of Dragons is killing right now. Right. So even though Matt Smith doesn't have any eyebrows, you don't. Yeah. Even though he doesn't have any eyebrows, it's still killing. You don't got to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to try to make it a political drama about. It's just weird. It's just like if you want to make your own fucking thing. Make it. Ma right. Make your own fucking thing. But stop, like, stop. You can't have your cake and eat it. People get too attached to being... They want to make their own thing, but they want to be able to attach a recognizable title to it. That way it has an immediate viewership. But it does... That they don't realize is that immediate viewership is going to sour on it very quickly once it becomes not what they were expecting. So I plan on watching season three. I don't. Oh, I will. It's Cavill. I'm going to watch season three. Mm. And then I'm done. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair you enough. Know? And I'm disappointed because I honestly thought it had the makings to be something great. Yeah. So, thanks, Lauren. Laura, yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate Look, let's, that. Let's move, 
there, there's there's better stuff out there though. You know, there's still things out there for the likes of us. Uh, you been watching anything else on Netflix lately? Yeah, so I caught um, I watched uh, Cabinet of Curiosities. Okay, I uh, I watched a little bit of that. Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Guillermo. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, yeah. del Toro. De Geraldo of Riviera. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly it. Yeah. Um, What'd you think? So, how do you feel about Guillermo or Guillermo in general? Okay, we're going to go back to hot takes here then. I'm personally not a big fan of him. Really? I think that he is a good director. I think... How do you feel? All right. Here, well, oh, let, let, let me, let take, me the, take the story element out because I don't, I don't think he's a great. I don't think his stories are great, but I will say one thing I think he is phenomenal at is creating an aesthetic. So, okay. Here's what I'll, I'll go with off of that. I agree with you. He's very good at. He's very stylized. Yeah. He's, it's, it's a lot of style over substance, I think. His stories, I think, are okay. They're S good some. surface level tales for the most part. Um, what I really struggle with is oftentimes he's viewed as like a horror director or that, oh, he's going to make some new scary thing. And he just loves to show. He, he loves to show. Do you know what his problem tell. is? His problem is, is he loves Lovecraft, but he, he loves does. to show it. And it's like... Yeah, but the whole Lovecraftian idea is horror the of the unknown. Exactly, and well, but that's a that's a big misconception, right? Is people think Lovecraft is just tentacled squid Cthulhu monsters. Cthulhu and squid monsters no, and all that, right? That, like, like he Lovecraft wrote traditional horror as well, right? It's so, not just cosmic. The problem is, is he likes to show, and as soon as the monsters on screen, you can see it and you can understand it. It loses that mystique, that real fear. Well, it's hard. It's hard for, and let, and we've covered this. Folk horror, I think, is the opposite. Right. But for most other horror, including cosmic, as soon as you see it, you can put a face to a name, and it loses its power. Right. But I want. I caught it all. Okay, I only caught a little bit of it so, so far. So the first one I thought and was... I do plan on going back for what it's worth. All right. The first one I thought was okay. You know. Okay. Now, now, just to kind of preface this, it's eight episodes. Sure. And there's a different director for each episode. Right. It, isn't it uh, Guillermo himself that uh, does he did the first, the first one. one? Right. Yeah, right. and then the, the next seven are different directors. And it's noticeable. It's noticeable in the first one again. Sure, he's got a deal. very... He, you know, it's very interesting because when I was watching it, right, and it takes mm -hmm. place in, like, a storage unit. Yes, that's the one. Um, I almost got, like, Crimson Peak vibes Okay. to it. Just just the claustrophobia that he kind of painted. Sure, 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 sure. Um, I, I thought it was an interesting... You know, the acting was great. Right. I'd actually say, overall, uh, I enjoyed it. You know, yeah, it's a decent short. Like, look, it's it, it was as a far very... as here's what I'll say. As far as horror anthologies go, I think mm -hmm. it's very good. Yeah, there okay. are some weak ones. I would say that that's fair because it, you know, if you compare it to its contemporaries, like the uh, how do you call it, the Mortuary's Assistant? Not Mortuary's Assistant. It was on Shutter. 
recently. Creep called. Show. Yes, the revamped Creep Show. Creep Show's a little campier, though. I think this it takes is a big, itself a yeah. bit more seriously. Yeah, I got the same impression. This, and I, I appreciate that. I like horror that takes itself seriously every now and again. So I would say, so there are eight, yeah. right? And I would right. say four of them are very good. Right. And the ones that aren't are still okay. You know, they're, yeah, not, they're I mean, not bad. You know, I, I think I think you got to take it for what it is. There is there is some Lovecraftian stuff, mm-hmm. which is good. I mean, right. I can appreciate that. Graveyard Rats. I really like the aesthetic of it. I thought it was like you know you had that old time like kind of Salem, right? You know, right. back in the day sort of thing. Um, a lot of practical effects, which I love. Oh yeah, you the, love a practical The autopsy effect. is fantastic. I thought that was a really good one. Um, and then they did uh, H.P. Lovecraft story, Dream in the Witch House, with fucking Ron Weasley was in it. No kidding. Yeah, I haven't, haven't watched seen that, that one, one yet. No, no, no. Yeah, Ron Weasley. Oh, yeah. That Rupert one, listen, Grint. You have to look at that one as a... Uh, Why do I know that name off the top of my well, head? You're a, you're a Ron fan. Yeah, big Rupert. Uh, I think it's Grint. Rupert Grint. You see his nipples. Do you? Oh, yeah. I've been waiting on that. I know, I know. You've, been, you've always wondered. Yeah, we've had many private conversations. Um, it's good. It's it's kind of like that. Dark, the, there's almost a dark comedy to it in a way. Okay. So it, it it's good. It works. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting through it. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not a huge fan of the guy's works in general, but I would never call him a bad director. No. I don't. I don't think he is at all. Uh, it's not necessarily my tastes always, but with it all being different directors, I'm sure there's going to be some that really, uh, really stand out nice for me. The aesthetics, though, throughout are fantastic. It, production value looks really high as well. Yeah, so I mean, like so you know, good. there is right. you know, there is a bit there for right. sure. It's not perfect, but what is right? You know, it, and again, I don't want to get off topic too too quickly, but. I I struggle a lot because nowadays people tend to hype things a little too much. Yeah. Because I, I had a lot of people ask me to watch Cabinet of Curiosities and all that. And another big one that I had people talking to me about and saying, oh, my God, it was the greatest thing of all time was Barbarian. I enjoyed it. I did as well. I don't I, think it was the greatest thing of all time. No. You know what? You know who directed that? No, I don't. Did you ever watch The Whitest Kids You Know? Yes. Zach. No kidding. Yeah. But it's his. Yeah. Huh. So, as a first fucking run... No, that's a very respectable first outing. Uh, you know why I liked it? And I think this is why people give it more credit than it deserves. Mm-hmm. Because it does subvert your expectations. Because in the first 30 minutes of the movie... Right. Let's do... You know what? We're going to do spoilers for Barbarian right now. Right. Spoiler We're gonna alert. This, so We're going to yeah, go this. off. You think it's going to be like... You know, she gets there and fucking... She, she basically the premise is she she Airbnb's right, a house right right in Detroit. Oh yeah, just terrible which, neighborhood. Which hits me because I was in Detroit last year. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, I know. that was your thing. Oh my god, and it's yeah, oh yeah. Um, and when she gets there, there's, there's no, someone already there. Right, basically, right. there's somebody already there, and it's fucking Pennywise the dancing clown for Christ's sake, Bill yeah. Skarsgård. Yeah. And he's a little odd. Yeah, I would say he's a little awkward. Right, but there's almost he the the I think the genius of it right is that right. he plays it where he's it, it he's socially awkward. 
Right, it plays the line of, is this guy just awkward? Or is he or is, dangerous? There's, yeah, something here. So that's a testament to Bill in right. his acting, because I was like, okay, there is there Oh, for is sure, he's some, very good. There is something there, right? But it's mm -hmm. just, it, the question is, is he just awkward, or is he want to chop her up and make her into stew? Right, right, eat him. So, you know, whatever. The premise is a little unbelievable, right? She can't get a hotel room. Like, it's 20 fucking, like, there's no hotel rooms. No, there's a conference in town. Right, okay. Yeah. There, there's a conference in town. Got it. Sure. And I'll say, there's multiple elements throughout the film that kind of give you that moment of like, okay, really? Like, there's later on down the line, she calls the cops to get some help, and they are so instantly confrontational. And I'm not it's, saying that you right. don't get cops like that, but they're no, just... but they want us as the audience to just be like, oh, well, it's Detroit. They deal with this shit every day. And it's like, sure, I get what you're trying to say, but she's not acting like she's on drugs. Right, they're not trying to, like, take a report or anything. They're like, get out of here, you crazy yeah. homeless woman. Right. But anyway, so the first half an hour, it's this very tense oh, dance, yeah. right, of just... who. Who is this guy Keith? Is he a bat? Is he going right. to kill this woman? And so, you know, we, you kind of have that sequence where her door opens mysteriously, right? Right, right. He's having the night terror. And he's having a night terror. And so, I didn't really understand that. I didn't know what they were trying to convey with the door opening. Well, okay. Again, spoilers alert. Yeah. I mean, well, before, is it just she opened the door? Right, right, because okay. she comes out at night. Okay, so, like, right. she came into the house and, right. like, she's opened picking the door. Up. She's like, oh, okay. I want some new kids. Let's get okay. them down there. So, anyway, you know, I thought that was fine. And then the minute that I knew Keith was say, was a was a good guy, like, mm -hmm. was when he was annoyed that she woke him up. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right, no, 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 it ain't him. Very human. Yeah, very yeah, like, I, what yeah. are you doing? Right, he's like. What the fuck are you... Like, he was, like, startled. You're weird. Right. What are you doing? So as soon as that happened, I was convinced that he was not the, yeah. vil the villain of the show. My partner, to the credits, was like, I think Keith was up to something. What? I know! So, anyway... My boy, Keith, I identified with him immediately. Let me let me talk yeah, to you about the, the connection what I had hero. with Keith. Is so when Keith... Yeah, he's an awkward guy. I'm, I'd, I'd like to think I'm a bit of an awkward guy. I don't social, like to think... Social's I'm, tricky. Well, it can be hard to navigate, especially he's in a weird situation yeah. with it all. He starts to talk to her, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm a part of this group. She's like, wow, that's so cool. And he's like, yeah, I'm not the, I'm not the guy, but I'm one of the guys. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's me. I'm not, I'm not the guy, <laughs> but I'm one of the guys. <laughs> Do you know what I liked him? I immediately put myself in his shoes. Ten minutes later, he's getting his skull caved in on a wall, oh. and I'm like, no! Do you know what I liked him? When he was like, I didn't open the wine because I wanted you to see me open it. I was like... Very relatable. As soon as he said that, I was like, I relate with this guy so hard. Right. Because, again, I'm six feet tall. I I have a miserable look on my face. Like it, I understand it comes across as uncomfortable to some people. Right. So I was, like, immediately like, yeah, Keith's my boy. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. And, okay, again, I don't want this to be misconstrued as I didn't like Barbarian. I thought Barbarian was a very fun movie to watch. I don't know that it deserves the 
credit it's getting, per se, because it's a very straightforward film, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's very much uh, like The Hills Have Eyes. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's not reinventing the genre. It didn't it's have... It's the subversion. It's the subversion is what it is. Some of the acting is a little hit and miss towards the second half. You know what I will say, though, is if you go in blind... I went in blind. Yep. I had no fucking idea. Yep. So that caught me off guard. I think, I think, you oh, know. Oh, for sure. I, I didn't really know what was the it's got a, premise you know, of the movie name. Either. I was like, the fuck is this? Right. It's because it's the street Barbary. Right. I, yeah. I get it now, but I'm yeah. just like, I, I had no idea. I was like, barbarian? What is there going to be some violence? Yeah, there's going to be a, there's going to be a barbarian. But anyway, <laughs> so she gets locked in the basement. Right. Because of course she does. Right, yeah, that'll happen. Right, as it does. And she finds a secret fucking door. Like, this is where it starts to become unbelievable to me. Why is that? Are you going in the room? A hundred percent. So am I. (laughs) Every time. It's the Wonderland thing. <laughs> Are you shitting me? No. I find a secret yeah, you door have to go. that leads into a tunnel oh. with Listen, underground mysteries. The only thing I thought was weird is that Keith, like, I, I assumed he was, like, trying to get a relationship going with her because he was, like, very adamant about her not leaving. Well, okay. I don't know that that's necessarily the only well, way I, to interpret I don't know. That. It was just very strange because she's like, dude, I'm good. Oh, you mean when they found the room? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, just wait a minute. Just wait a minute. And well, it's like, okay. With that one, I could see it as like, he's like, well, if there's a scary secret room, I don't want to be alone in the house if, like, I go down there and something. Yeah, but if up. she's that upset, like. Well, yeah. I, okay, so what would I say in that situation? I'd be like, hey, wait up here just for, like, five seconds. Which I'm going to take what, a look. actually what he said. Exactly yeah. what he says. Right. So yeah. I don't find that that unbelievable at all. So he goes in. Right. And he disappears. Yeah. And she mm-hmm. throws caution to the wind. Right. She's like, I'm not going back down there. Right. Keith. <laughs> yeah. And goes immediately, <laughs> immediately back down. back down there. Yeah. She was very heroic in this movie. Oh, yeah. She's like, I got to save the people. So she goes down there and they find the room. They find this. There's a there's right, like an right. offshoot. There's a bed and a camera. I'm looking at a it. Bloody go, I'm getting like on the Serbian wall. film vibes. Yeah, and I'm like, a little oh, bit. this is not good. It's, it's a bad place. You don't want to be here. And Keith is gone. One thing that the movie does. And I don't want to skip forward too much is. It jars you where yeah. it'll oh. be. It's it plays on your paranoia. Through, uh what's happening and the events are going on in sequence really fast and that just snaps to a different thing altogether i could not i gotta be honest with you so when she goes to the second room she finds the secret room and and she comes across keith and he's panicking yeah i still wasn't convinced he wasn't i was like oh no like why is he trying to go back towards whatever bit him no he was trying to go the other way said whatever bit me was the other way Right, but she like you're just panicking because the music is going on a swell, and then right. all of a sudden, yeah, this like six foot tall, six foot. What is she? She's seven like foot? seven feet. This easily. behemoth, naked creature, comes out and just Gallagher's his head against the yeah. wall, smushes him. Yeah, dead. Fantastic. Right, and yeah, again, that's the person I was identifying with. I'm like, oh no, not Keith. And then we meet 
Justin Long. Yep, Justin Long pops up. Played a, played a great douchebag. Justin Long is good in that role as a, like just a douche. Yeah, he plays a douche very well. But you know, it works very good for this movie. How funny was it when he's like measuring and he finds the room? Oh, it's it's so fun. And his reaction is just like square he's like what the fuck and you think it's gonna be like the moment of clarity and he just googles like can i add this to yeah. the square footage because he's trying he's facing the legal problems he wants to sell a house he's like this is square footage to my home oh my god he's getting <laughs> he like finds more the excited. extra hallway it goes down deeper and he's like oh my this this house is a gold mine yeah, it's in a fucking rundown neighborhood he thinks he's gonna strike it rich so good <laughs> So oh, good. it was very it, it, funny. It had element. There was just you know there were some Evil Dead vibes to it in a way. Yeah, yeah, I I can see where you're coming from with that. I got to tell you, the scene that sold me was when she made it out of the house and the chick was in the window. Right. What a scene. Oh yeah. Oh. So that was pretty good. I I, I enjoyed the movie overall, and they I'd do. I'd say it's a solid like B movie. Yeah. Justin Long's character throughout it, he plays his role very well. How'd you feel about the ending? I liked it. I I like that it ended exactly when it did. Yeah, me too. I you don't needed, think you needed more. No more than that. No, the story um, was uh the story was told. It hits the credits. It's it puts the brakes on the movie. It says, "All right, that's the story. You're done." And I'm like, right. there "Great." Is, there is no more story, Great. right? She we, kill. She you know, it's done. Right. Spoilers again. She kills the monster. Done. You don't see it, her going to the cops, monster. like walking away or, you know, returning to her life because you don't need that. No, you don't. There's not another monster waiting. It's just done. It's done. Right. The monster's gone. She's alive. That's it. Right. Yeah. No, I like that quite a bit. Um, I I liked it. I I, I again. Right. I I don't know why people are like saying it's the new, you know whatever right and not to and to go back i guess a little bit towards the cabinet of curiosities i kind of felt the same way from what i've seen of it so far i don't think it's groundbreaking or like the best thing of all time it's not reinventing the horror genre but it's no. just it's a good addition right there's I, a lot I of think, stuff recently that i've been you know I, I think that's what we're gonna i'm okay with that if you if you're not I don't need you to change the game as long as what you bring to the table is good. Right. You know what? I'm going to keep I'm going to stay on this kick for a bit more. We're going to talk about this. You saw Terrifier 2. I did. That is what I would consider a step forward in horror. I would too. Now I and I said this I talked to Jim about it just a little bit. Right. Um I thought it was too long. Okay. Yep. I, I agree thought it was that. about 35 minutes too long. Yep, I can see that. But Art the Clown is right. our generation's Jason. Yep, uh, that's actually exactly what I wanted to go on for. The film itself is far from a perfect film. I enjoyed it quite a bit as a, a huge horror fan. I love slashers, everything like that. It might be the longest it's, slasher movie ever. It's a made-for-me kind of movie. Yeah. But disregarding that, Art the Clown is like the only true addition to like the pantheon of slasher icons in my opinion in the past 20 years yeah i think he can hang with the rest of the crew he can 
He's, like I don't, I don't know. Victor Crowley, I don't think really does. He's not defined enough compared to everything else. You know what he is? He's a Jason knockoff, played by Jason. Right. He's the same thing. Now, could you say that Art the Clown is similar to Pennywise? Surface level, yeah. They're both clowns. They both kind of oh, derive yeah, some I mean, sort of sadistic. On. They're both clowns. Joy from fear. Yeah, but Pennywise is a fucking. But the way it's being. played is totally different, right? One's an eldritch being; the other is kind of a demon in now. this one now. But there's just so much more to it. it. It's hard to put into words, but the way that they each act is entirely different. Do you know what it is? Is he's almost got he's almost got like the Freddy Krueger. You remember Freddy from the first movie? He was right. a horror guy, right? Yep. And then as it kind of progressed, he became more of a comical, campy character. Right. There's almost an element of that campiness to him. Right. But then there's also like he he feels more dangerous than like when I would watch a Freddy movie, like you're rooting for Freddy. Right. He's your guy. The you're teenagers not, are the fodder. You're not rooting for art. No. I'm not. No, no. He's no. he's a monster. He is. But, well, he makes you feel uncomfortable. But what's funny, and literally so, is that he also makes you laugh. Oh, I laughed more than once. Like, he, he does the role as a clown. And I, I can't. I wish I could remember the actor's name who portrays him in this uh, in this film in the last one. But he does so much acting with just his expressions. I love that he's carrying around a trash bag of awful. That's his thing. <laughs> I love the trash he's bag. He's just got a trash bag, like a fucking hef hefty trash bag yeah. full of, like, sadistic tools of torture. Like he, Yeah, he's made, like, some, like, spiked club that he's got in there oh and everything. Oh, my God, dude. Good for him. It's fantastic. Oh, he's a phenomenal character. Yeah, I think we're going to see him end up in the pantheon of horror yeah. icons. I love the way that Damien Leone structured the movies where he's trickle-feeding more info about what or who the character is. I just hope it's for very, three, because there's definitely going to be another one. I just hope it's not as long. I agree. It's very, like, early Friday the 13th, early Nightmare on Elm Street type of, like, lore yeah, exposition. Yeah, it's very in a way. I love it. I love there's it. Not too so much, good. There's not too much like that right now. No. You know? And he's, he obviously he doesn't shy away from the... Um, <laughs> the, the violence. The violence. Of the uh, no, if you've watched the newest one, it is just gratuitous at points. But I love it. There's a, there's a movie on Shudder. It's called, like, Death Game or something. Right. Have you seen that? I don't think I have. I've been mean to watch a few things on that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm get you the actual name, but it basically the gist of it is these teenagers start playing this fucking board game, mm -hmm. and they have to kill people to stay alive. And if they don't, before the timer runs out, one of their heads explodes. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, goofy, right? Yep. It might have had the best practical effects i've ever seen wow that's it's very high praise i know it's like not a great film or anything like that but the violence seems so real i was just like holy shit like they don't even have a budget how did they do this i might have to watch it just yeah for i'll that. give you the name and you have to tell me what you think yeah yeah 100 percent. but no art the clown is my guy oh you yeah. know love him <laughs>
Oh yeah. yeah. No, I honestly I love them. Give I me think a uh, give best. me a couple. Give me some recommendations. I'll see if I can fire one or two off at you. So uh, let me see. If I were to go for recommendations, one thing you can find on Shutter. Uh, Still don't the, have a code, by the way. I know. You know? Hey, get back uh, to us, Shutter. It'd be nice. It'd be, it would be nice. Is uh, Deadstream. Now, it's not a perfect movie. It's not going to be for everyone. It's uh, it's definitely on the goofier side of horror. But if you're into uh, like an Evil Dead type of vibe, the latter half of the movie leans very hard into that. It's... You know what I liked Evil about Dead it? Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, goofy monster versus protagonist action. The I main, had a lot of fun with The main with character it. at the beginning sucked. Yeah. And then he became endearing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Evil Dead. It is <laughs> Evil Dead. Which is why I think it was a fun watch. It, it, it just plays with that the whole time, and I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, that was a solid one. So that would be my recommendation of things I've seen recently, other than the things we talked about, of course. Uh, I would say uh, Game of Death is the one that I was I was telling you about. That's okay. a good one. And then I don't know if you've heard of this one, uh, but I watched one called Glorious. I have been sitting. I, I've been wanting to watch that. I've been sitting on it for a little bit. I'd give I, it a watch. It's good. It's it, fun. It's enjoyable. It's fun. All it's right. fun. Uh, the gist of it is basically this guy goes into a uh, a rest stop bathroom or whatever, and there's like an eldritch being in the one of the stalls, and the only way he's going to release him is uh, if yeah. he uses the glory hole. Yeah, there's a glory hole to an eldritch. Oh, beast. it's so good. Uh, yeah, that's definitely one that I uh, I might end up watching that tonight. I'm gonna probably get home and watch a few horror movies because uh, i'm just big on them love them yeah you got them all right so yeah. with that i think we'll wrap this one we'll put this one to bed um you know paul as always thanks for coming on oh yeah of course man it's always good so, to be by you know that's it episode 26 my goodness we're moving through these um yeah well, for a getting into our getting into our mid uh mid 600s on orders on the store you know Got the Christmas line coming out now. So yeah. buy a shirt. Yeah, but buy, uh, you know. You think this is free entertainment? It's not. Go on the store now. You spend twenty-five dollars minimum. Yeah, help 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 us out here. You know? That's what you do. Catalyst okay? Catalyst Creations NH is the Etsy store. Catalystcrafting.com is the main website. We're on all the other social medias. And uh let me know what you guys think. You know? How do you feel about Elon buying Twitter? Do you think it's going to uh, work out for him? What about uh, Henry leaving? Do you think The Witcher's dead in the water? Have you seen Barbarian? Is it a horror masterpiece? Are you a fan of Art the Clown? Let me know in the comments. All right, crew. I'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>